0: in the hope that with God's grace and mercy, we can become the living, breathing, wonderworking saints that the world so desperately needs today. Hello, and welcome to episode 83 of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and today I have a conversation with Chris Bartlett, who is the founder of Equipped which is a cliff notes for Catholics in order to know God and make God known. What Chris and his team at Equip do is that they do book summaries from a Catholic perspective, all with the hope that it's going to help you be able to grow into a better disciple as well as a leader leader in your parish in your home and then also for your own continued spiritual formation so it's an awesome idea um, because we all know the statistics which are the fact that the more the people read the better that they are becoming exactly who they are supposed to be and that's exactly what god desires for us so i hope that you enjoy this and i'll see you on the flip side Hello, this is Christina Simmons with the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm so glad that you're able to join me today. And I'm super excited with our guest today, Chris Bartlett, because he's got a new initiative that if you haven't heard about it yet, you're going to be going and signing up for it as soon as we we get done speaking about it. Um, But I'm just super excited to welcome you to the show, Chris. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Christina, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, super.
0: So, where are you? Because uh, I, I kind of see you uh, in a in a space. And so, where are you located? It, it's the it's the uh, you know post pandemic question, even even after.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so about ten months ago, I left a position uh, that I've been working at for about ten years at a parish, and um, I, I took a job with the Blaze Ministries. I'm the director of leadership formation there, and I'm able to do remote work. So I work from home. Um, but working from home with six children, I am blessed with six wonderful children. Um, we have like a sunroom just off of our house. Right. And so that's Mm -hmm. where I'm located, but I'm also located in the middle of central Texas, Mm -hmm. which means that most days this room gets up to about 102, 103 degrees. So I have this little window unit. I'm going to turn my screen so our viewers can see it. This little window unit here working its tail (laughs) off for me. And uh, and so I leave that on. And if I forget to turn it on, Um, usually the day is lost if I don't have it on by at least nine or 10 AM. So, um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm in here. The temperature is fine right now because it's overcast, but most days I'm sweating in here, except in the, in the, you know, there's three months a year where Texas is just almost unlivable. But Mm -hmm. when I grew up in Colorado, there were three months a year where we stayed inside and we called that winter. So there's three months everywhere of bad season, wherever Mm -hmm. you go. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm just off in the sunroom. So I work half outside, uh, while I'm working remote in my position.
0: I have to ask a question. We're in Colorado.
1: I grew up in Littleton, Colorado, the Denver metro mm-hmm. area. Yep.
0: No, no, it, uh, we lived in Colorado Springs for six years and the Springs is home to my husband's family. So we go out frequently um, and a gorgeous area out there. Uh, so, but uh, definitely a different, uh, different terrain there in central Texas, uh, definitely for heat as well. I yes. can identify being in Alabama. Um, so one of the things that um, I was really excited about um, and but we'll, we'll get to in a minute is equipped, which is, um, you know, this new initiative that you guys have launched. And but would you share first, though, about how you got to leave the parish and go and take this position? How did your faith journey lead you there?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's a challenge because I actually left the parish at, in the middle of the pandemic and I really felt like I was abandoning the, the people I was serving. So I've been in youth ministry my whole career. Oh, yeah. I started in 2002 at, at a wonderful parish uh, in Central Texas, worked for the diocese for a number of years, director of youth, young adult and uh, campus ministry, and then moved to uh, to this, the, the largest parish in our diocese uh, for 10 years and just built up an amazing program. A lot of volunteers, like it was just It was a really good and successful program Uh, in the midst of it. Some of my success, uh, you kind of get haunted by success Mm -hmm. and uh, everyone kind of experiences it to a degree to where now people are like, how could we do that at our parish? How could we do that at our parish? And all of a sudden I found myself coaching and consulting a variety of people, um, to kind of multiply the success that we had had and not, uh, not everything's a turnkey solution. In fact, arguably nothing is a turn turnkey solution which is why yeah which is why accompaniment is such an important thing Mm -hmm. right and so um and so long story short it came to a point to where it was like okay to multiply my gifts for the church as a whole um it's time to to make a transition and and Mm -hmm. so i made that transition and tried my best to to help the parish transition but ministry for the last 18 months has just been weird. Like it just has. And so I, you know, um, every parish has struggled. I wanna let you know, like if you are at a parish that has struggled, you're still at a good parish. Like (laughs) it was just, it's just been a really hard season. And, uh, and if you see it struggling, don't go start looking at the parish down the road. Start looking at how you can invest in the parish that you're at, because I believe that God desires success at every parish that he has breathed into existence. So, so I transitioned there, and for the last uh, 10 months, I've been working with Ablaze Ministries. We're an organization that seeks to move the needle forward in regards to youth ministry. Uh, we do uh, ministry directly to youth, so we have missionaries that go directly into parishes. We uh, we have resources for parents through Ablaze Families, and then we pour into those that pour into others through Project YM, which is a youth ministry resource coaching and training um, platform. And so, yeah, so that's what I do as the director of leadership formation. It's an amazing, it's been an amazing journey.
0: Uh, It definitely sounds like it. And it sounds uh, somewhat familiar to, you know, a little bit to mine in the sense of where it is that I am and what it is that I'm doing. Um, And uh, so you're absolutely right though. Uh, The, the pandemic, Um, It's made it, just a strange. You can't compare it to anything else. Um, And I keep trying to tell people that as we're, quote, coming out of it, and it seems like we're stepping back into, quote, normal, the fact is, though, is that everyone is still got PTSD from the pandemic. And, you know, people are kind of like, what? you know, what, what's the stress of the, and I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. You know? For
1: youth ministry in particular, I'm like, what is the first overnight retreat going to look like in, right. in that situation? Cause there there's been in the pandemic. One of the things that I think was maybe mishandled on a variety of levels is that the disease or the virus, you know, COVID-19 mm-hmm. was really meant to be the thing to be avoided. Uh, but because humans were seen as carriers of that in a lot of ways, humans avoided each other and all of a sudden humanity became the enemy. And I think that that's where we as, as faithful really need to bring in a sense of redeeming, mm-hmm. uh, as we come out of the pandemic or whatever stage of the pandemic we're in, there needs to be a redeeming or a reclaiming of humanity because God made us and we are good. We are very good. He tells us. Amen. Uh, It's so
0: very true. Um, Right now, uh, at our parish, and not to digress, uh, but we're just finishing up a three-month process of pray, listen, and plan, Um, and all of that was designed in order to honor the experience of everyone in the midst of you know this very strange season, and then looking ahead. I mean, because. Uh, God pretty much, uh, he took care of a lot of, you might say, obstacles that a lot of people might have had to looking at things differently and planning differently. And it's like, Okay, we have kind of a blank slate, so therefore let's take advantage of it. And so we've been absolutely—it's it, been a grace-filled time. Um, and so it, it, I can say graces are coming out of the pandemic, but you got to look for them. So yeah,
1: and for sure, like I know that sometimes in parishes it's like, well, we've always done it that way. Well, the pandemic <laughs> turned that phrase on its head. Like yeah, we can't we can't meet in person, and some of the things that we had to let go or that that, that passed away during the pandemic might have um, might have been better off passing away 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I'm talking oh, about yes. programs and things like that. I am in no way talking about people, but mm-hmm. uh, but but it gave us a new season of innovation in the church uh, mm-hmm. that I hope is here to stay.
0: Yes, and that's a part of uh, we were talking before I got on that's a part of why, I've just been enjoying the OSB innovation talk so much is because it's exactly that this new season of innovation um, and of looking at things differently. And it ties in so beautifully to the new evangelization itself. And that I think is uh, a huge thing that really uh, appealed to me about what you all have done. And my apologies, I could have sworn I turned it off. No worries. Uh, and uh, so, um, but that you guys have done is a new way of being able to encounter people and be able to help them learn and to step into community as a desire and but i'm not going to steal your thunder tell us about your your baby you know equipped
1: equipped yeah so equipped is a, a platform uh where people can receive essentially uh book summaries in light of our catholic faith so they, I call it the Catholic book, book summary um, kind of platform. Another kind of way to say it is Cliff Notes for Catholics, right? We're all familiar with Cliff Notes and things like that. Um, and so it takes different books, and it's in light of our discipleship, right? And so the role of a disciple is twofold, to know God and to make God known. Now, in regards to it, a lot of the formation that we experience is knowing God. It's intellectual formation, But the book summaries that we take, even from amazing Catholic authors like Father Jacques Philippe, right? We take that and then we have action items to equip you Uh, at the end of each summary. We say, now here's the action items that you can go and do today. Mm -hmm. So essentially, we can take, uh, you know, different different books or, or great, great works. that would take the normal person, you know, a, a number of hours or even, you know, a month to get through. Mm-hmm. And we put it into about a, a, a 10 to 15 minute read. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we make it easier for those who don't like to read, we actually do an audio summary as well, where we have someone read it to you in this age of podcasts and audiobooks and things like that. Um, and so, and it always has those quips at the end, those takeaways that you're meant to like, this is what you can do to live this out today. Now, the cool thing about it is, and, and I want to get to the origin story, but I want to keep talking about <laughs> it. The platform itself is not just like audible.com where you go and you just grab the book that you want or something like that. It's actually a community-based platform. So you go onto it and you'll see different things that look a lot like a Facebook page or something like that, where you can, you can make comments or pose questions like, how do you guys apply this for a homeschool mom here, I'm wondering how I apply this with my kids that are in in various levels of schooling. Or, hey, I'm a priest or I'm a recently ordained deacon. I don't know if you saw him on the the platform. Mm -hmm. A recently ordained deacon. And I'm wondering how this works in my new role at the parish. And so we're now all of a sudden saying, how do we as disciples journey together? Because I think that, and, and I know you agree that absent relationship, content can be hollow. Right. Mm -hmm. You can, I I have known people with PhDs in theology that don't have a relationship with our Lord, you know? And so there's something about that journey from the head to the heart that really needs to be kind of solidified by what we do in living it out with our hands. And that's what Equip seeks to do is empower modern day disciples in the world today in quick ways. So the origin story, just to let you know about (laughs) this is, in, in the ministry that I do, um, uh, like yourself, I, I, I encounter a number of people that I'm doing coaching and mentoring with, right? And, uh, and for a number of them, it's like, okay, have you ever uh, heard of this book? Like the problem that you're facing, this book talks directly mm-hmm. about it. And I had a number of people say things like, yes, I actually have the book or I've been recommended that book before. I said, well, have you read it? And they say, no, I haven't read it. And the reason why is what? Time. I don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. And so with uh, with 80% of the content being found in 20% of the pages of the typical <laughs> book, like what if we could curate that and really baptize it in a way that is quickly accessible to the modern day disciple, right? Yeah. So if you're seeking to grow in holiness, this is by no means a shortcut to holiness, right? But- the content that can help you grow in holiness, right? Because holiness is always a work of the Holy Spirit with your own participation. Some of that information can be created in a more concise fashion and curated in a way that's like, this is for you as a disciple, as a growing disciple. And so that's what we seek to do with Equipped. And it, it, it comes, the, the, the books that we summarize come from three different categories and they align to our baptismal anointings. Mm. So when we're baptized, we're baptized as priests, as prophet and as king. Now it's not baptized into the ordained priesthood, but rather the common priesthood. That's an important distinction to make because it's like, wait, I'm not a priest. But those people are made to make sacrifices, are made to to offer offer uh, prayer, right? And so, so we have a category of books that, that come out once a month, you'll get a book. From that section of the uh, spiritual formation category right Mm -hmm. the second one is prophet where we proclaim and the what we proclaim is so important so we have uh, a category every month Uh, there's a book summary that's provided from the formation category and then third is king like we have an inheritance from our heavenly king right but we also have stewardship over that reality we represent our heavenly king here on earth and because of that we have the right to be able to speak with authority, which means we are leaders. So we have a book summary that comes out every month from the leadership category. Now, what's cool about that is we have a number of the different uh, best practices in business leadership and those things, there's not a ton of uh, content created for Catholic specific leadership, but there's so many amazing books on leadership. They come from the business world and things like that, that we just take them and the people that summarize them really baptize them in a powerful way through the lens of discipleship. And so we have spiritual formation um, and then uh, 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 faith formation, and then uh, last but not least leadership. Those are our three categories and equipped where people can kind of journey with.
0: And, and I absolutely love it. Uh, so when I saw that you were focusing on the leadership piece, um, you know, I was just like, yes, someone gets it um, of where we have to be students of how it is that we are being called to embrace. However, it is, as you said, we're a leader in, in our life in whatever manner it is. And um, so just as an aside, uh, Everyone Leads by Chris Lowney. Um, it came out a couple of years ago, definitely a Catholic author. Um, and so, uh, uh, but uh, that, that probably would be uh, one that would be uh, really good to, to ca- catch on to. Um, but one of the biggest things that appealed was the fact that you had the opportunity, as much as you want, to be able to dive in and kind of, you know, have a book You know group experience and you know posting comments about what you thought but then also to really dive into community now to really build relationship um and uh, and connections and that was something where um i have to commend you guys that it is uh i mean it is clean it's simple and it's easily navigable and for someone who's tech challenged at times that was huge where i'm going I get it. Oh, wow. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I can figure out where I'm supposed to go. Right. So that was, that was huge. So uh, kudos to you guys for, for not trying to do too much, but you kept within your, your lanes and you did what you wanted to do. Um, so explain to people, you know, how it is that they might be able to sign up um, and be able to participate in this.
1: Yeah. So uh, the search engine uh, op- uh op- optimization, has not been fully curated because we are such a new website, right? Yeah. Um. So you just got to remember, go to getequipped.us, mm-hmm. getequipped, and you can spell it either way because we were savvy enough to to purchase both domains. But G E T. E Q U I P T. So equipped is spelled with the T, but if you do P P E D, that's fine as well. So getequipped.us is how you can uh, how you can sign up. Um, it's it's rather affor- affordable. If you can afford Disney Plus, you can definitely afford um, you know equipped, and so that that's super fun. And uh, the content, it's new content released every single month, but you'll have access to the entire library mm-hmm. of, uh, of things that we, we have really released thus far. And we're still fairly new. So we're coming up on our, I think, 10th release uh, this month in regards to the different books that are available. Um, but the dream and the vision is once we get a really good rhythm and a platform, obviously, the dream is sustainability. And we haven't hit that point yet on our financial end of it. Um, but that's, that's fine. That's, that's where we're at right now. But, um, but if we exceed sustainability, we're, we're looking at having a bonus book every single month to where like in May, we do a summary of a book that's based on Mary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. uh, it,
0: it, a or, year.
1: yeah, in, in November, maybe a summary of a book on, on a saint, or that's usually when advent begins as well. So there's just some neat little pieces, um, mm-hmm. author featurettes as well to where we can find different uh, Catholic authors that are going to share in regards to that so there is a bigger vision but this is the first step and we invite you guys to get in uh, as almost like founding members to yeah. the equip platform yeah
0: oh yeah uh no i i can attest um you know so uh for me because i i don't do the i don't do the math um but uh it was uh 108 for the entire year so what is that uh, nine dollars a month <laughs>
1: that's exactly um, it nine dollars yeah. per month yeah
0: so, so uh so the fact is is that for, and Starbucks is opening now again. Uh, so for less than two Starbucks co- coffees, you get, uh, you know, something that's going to nourish you far longer and is much better for you than uh, a couple of Starbucks coffees. So, uh, yeah, and,
1: and, and the dream is to, to be nourished is that as baptized Catholics, we're called to serve. We're called, so it's not if we're involved in ministry, it's how we're involved in ministry. Mm-hmm. So if we're not involved in ministry whatsoever, um, then then we need to have an awakening in our own heart. you know. And granted, there's a lot of ministry that happens within the home. So parents out there, if you're like, I don't have time to go up a, the, another evening at the church, like you're in the church, it's your domestic church and you're ministering there. So I wanna affirm that and acknowledge that. But I, I remember leading trainings when I was at the diocese and they would get a certification at the end. Mm-hmm. And they would walk out of the room the exact same as they did in, as they walked into the room. Right. But because they had that piece of paper, they felt like they could go conquer the world. I mm-hmm. want to let you know that the content in equipped should be like that piece of paper to be like, okay, now I know some of the meat and potatoes of what I need to go out and serve to others to be able to share the faith in a world that rejects it, right? Mm-hmm. So statistically now, 48% of people in the United States claim religious affiliation. Right. That means it's the first time Gallup released this poll about three months ago. I'm sure you saw it, yeah. but it's the first time in the however many years, you know, 80 years that they've been measuring this, that has fallen below 50 percent. And mm-hmm. so we are in what I would call an apostolic age mm-hmm. because the average person that we encounter does not know Jesus. That's right. the reality. And so the, the, the results of uh, kind of the, the history of Christendom in our faith is that a lot of people have become complacent because they expected it to be father's job father's job father's job all i have to do is show up once a week and give a little money right Right. but but the reality is and this is part of the new evangelization is that we the laity are actually the drivers Mm -hmm. father with his holy hands and they're few and far between right the the number of people compared to the number of priests that we have is disproportionate right but uh but we are called to be the ones to bring people into church, to bring people. And yes, father is the one that's going to be doing the, the baptisms and, and the, in the weddings and, and different things like that. Uh, what, what did they call it? Uh, hatch, uh, match and dispatch. Those are, those are the <laughs> things that, that priests help us out with. You know what I mean? Mm, um, I do. yeah, but, uh, but there's a reality of like we as laity are called to live the faith out loud. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, mediocrity has been a greater enemy of the church than heresy over the course of the last 200 years.
0: Amen. Um, And so it's interesting because um, uh, Pope uh, St. Pius X, um, I don't know if you ever heard the story about he had sat down You know, so uh, actually Jean-Baptiste Chattard, in his book, The Soul of the Apostolate, is the one who shares this story about about Pope Pius. And uh, he sat down with a group of his cardinals, and he asked them, what's the thing we most need today to save society? And the cardinals are like, build Catholic schools. No. More churches. No. Speed up the recruiting of priests. No. No. The most necessary thing of all at this time is for every parish to possess a group of laymen who will be at the same time virtuous, enlightened, resolute, and truly apostolic. What we now know is that this holy pope at the end of his life saw no hope for the salvation of the world unless the clergy could use their zeal to form faithful Christians full of apostolic ardor, preaching by word and example, but especially example. And what he said was is that he felt that the list of Christians capable of radiating an apostolate is what will make the determination of whether or not we are able to bring about the salvation of the world. And if that's not a call and you guys crystallize that with what you've done with equipped, I don't know what does. Um, And uh, so everybody, um, I talk very, uh, very much about three layers of vocation, you know, that we all have the first layer that call to holiness, of course, the second is our state of life. But our third is that personal mission that no one else can do. And if we are not going about striving to become our best selves that God has created us to be, then the world is going to miss out on the unique and unrepeatable gift that you are to the world. And we are less as church for it. And, you know, and it's something of where so often people want to say, oh, you know, they, we want to use excuses and I do it too. You know, I don't have time, you know, I don't want to be bothered, you know, I'm, you know it's uncomfortable, you know, all the different things. But the fact is, is that all we have to do is say yes to God's invitation to just do a little bit more and he'll take care of the rest. And that's a part of what I love about Equipped is that it's just a little bit more. You guys aren't asking for a huge chunk of time, you guys are asking just for a little bit more, and that little bit is going to pay dividends, Uh, you know, and um, I'm a huge proponent, of course, of of book reading. I'm a bibliophile, but um, I'm a huge, I'm a huge proponent of book reading because all the statistics show what's the difference between people who are successful and people who are not, and it's reading books. Yes. So anything that can, you know, get 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 the content of a book in, into your mind into your heart, you know, uh in order to make you a better disciple. You know, I'm all for it. So uh I'm I'm super excited about uh, what it is that you guys are doing. So uh could you remind everybody again how it is that they can find you guys?
1: Yeah, so you would just go to getequipped.us. You can also search social media, Instagram and Facebook and you just go uh, facebook.com/getequipped. Um, and so, GetEquipped.us is our website. It's got a great little sales page that explains everything about it that you would want to know, some FAQs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And and again, I want you guys to consider getting equipped not for yourself, right? Obviously, I want you to ultimately get it, but I want you to get it for your children and your grandchildren. I want you to get on equip platform for your neighbor Bill who borrowed that shovel before the pandemic began. That way you can feel more empowered and equipped to go and talk to him about the faith, not just talk to him about yard work, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think there's a depth of living that sometimes Catholics need to be empowered to do, um, but also a depth of connection with God, right? That's the spiritual formation category. And so to to dive in and kind of get a little springboard into your your holiness, your living out of the faith is, is what Equip seeks to empower people to do.
0: Oh, definitely. Most definitely. So, um, you know, to take a different, uh, you know, uh, spin at it, um, you know, holistic formation at its best, uh, you know, so, uh, again, John Paul II, uh, you know, praise God, you know, he's a saint because, uh, <laughs> but uh, the fact is, is that he gave us that model, you know, he told us we need to, you know, be about holistically forming, not just our shepherds, but all of us. And, It begins with our human formation, and this is what you guys are are doing, and then it builds upon the spiritual, and then the intellectual, and then we are able to go out and be the apostles we've been created to be. So yeah,
1: and uh in fact, that's how most seminarians are formed is through those categories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I did promise I'd give you a peek under the hood of uh, of some of the some of the books, but we've already got some great books in there. um, Mm -hmm. But I wanted to uh, to let you know what else is coming out in the in the next couple of weeks on Equip. So we release on the fives, on the 5th, on the 15th, and on the 25th, we release a a different summary. And so our, our most recent one is What Catholics Are Free to Believe and Not which was released on July 5th it was actually released on July 4th. Cause I wanted to schedule it before fireworks and then just enjoy the 4th of July. So we did that and it was super fun. Uh, but our next book is by uh, one, of one of my favorite men. I, I mentioned, I grew up in Colorado and um, Archbishop Chaput was uh, the bishop out in Denver, Colorado, Archdiocese of Denver back mm-hmm. when I was there. In fact, when I was a teen um, he took me out and played racquetball with him at one point and, and things like that. Um, but anyway things worth dying for thoughts on a life worth living by archbishop shiphew that'll release on the 15th in just a couple of days and then we've got uh we got the uh, the, the book by jim collins it's a fam- famous business mm-hmm. book uh, good to great, great. and mm-hmm. so we're going to we're going to baptize that one and that summary is coming out on july 25th and then in the formation category starting on august 5th we're diving into Forming Intentional Disciples, which is Sherry Waddell's amazing book that transforms parishes, but also parishioners. So I want you guys to read that book or read that summary so you can really see how you as a parishioner can help people lead through a threshold of conversion, threshold of trust, you know, all these different pieces that actually draw people into the faith. So you learn where to meet people where they are at, love them where they are at, and then journey with them to beyond. Because I believe in this age that we're in right now, we need more. A Road to Emmaus than we do Sermon on the Mount. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of people know that they're meant to journey and accompany people like they did, uh, like Jesus did on the Road to Emmaus. And so Forming Intentional Disciples helps you do just that. And then um, the follow-up book to that will be coming out uh, the next month, which is, um, oh my gosh, it's not on my list, but we have it in the queue. Uh, I think it's Forming an Intentional Parish. Or something like that. Fruitful, there it is. Fruitful Discipleship is the yep. follow up book by Sherry Waddell. So we're kind of doing a one, two combo in regards to that one. So we've got a, a lot of amazing books in the queue. Um, Padre Pio, Spiritual Direction for Everyday Catholic. Mm-hmm. Like that is an awesome one that's going to be coming up in the next quarter. There's some just amazing ones that I cannot wait to see um, impact our community on giddyquip.us.
0: Oh, uh, that's awesome. I appreciate the sneak peek because I'm even more excited about uh, seeing what's coming. And, uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to all of those. Um, you know, for me, on a personal note, uh, Sherry's book, uh, Forming Intentional Disciples, um, was uh, a key for me as, as leader and on my own journey. And uh, the statistic that still breaks my heart, uh, still drives me, is the one in which uh, they discovered that of those who came to mass, so that's already a a figure, but those who came to mass, 46% did not realize that the God that we were there worshiping desired a personal relationship with them. Right. And that just breaks my heart.
1: Yeah. And and so then what about those people, right? So how do you, because everyone says you should pray, you should pray, you should pray. Mm -hmm. But the generation before me, received what i would call a kumbaya catechesis right (laughs) and so unfortunately the 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 formation or catechesis that took place in the 70s did not bear a lot of fruit in regards to empowering people so someone said tells me i should pray i think my question for many for many catholics that don't have a personal relationship with god my question would be well how should we pray Right. How? So what is the how to and this 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 whole platform equipped the spiritual formation section gives you kind of the, the nuts and bolts to build your toolbox. Each each month you're building three three new tools in your toolbox through the different uh, through the different books that come through, and I think that's so important. And furthermore, we should be Catholics that teach others how to pray, not just tell others that they should pray. That whole Catholic guilt thing has not served us well long term. So no,
0: it it has not. Um, but wow, I can't believe our time together has already already flown by. Um, And it's been such a joy, Chris. Um, And again, I know that our paths are going to cross, just for the simple fact of, as I said, you know, I'm a bibliophile, so uh, I'll be uh, really looking forward to all of these, but uh, in a whole different way. And that this is an opportunity. It's another tool that we have now to be able to grow into the missionary disciples that we're supposed to be, and it's also something that we can then recommend to people um, to allow them to be able to do the same. And uh, so many times uh, we we joke about people who read themselves into the faith. Um, and uh, so uh, this is definitely a, a starting point. I'm sure that a lot of people might someday come to you and go, you know, Chris. I kind of read myself into the faith because I had these Catholic book summaries that I'm, I'm sitting listening to and I'm going, ah, oh, there's something to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, amen. Good, well, Christina, thank you so much for having me on. Once again, if you want to join us, you can check us out over at getequipped.us and, uh, and you can reach out to me. My email is chris at ablaze.us. Um, I'd love to continue the conversation if you have any questions, comments or concerns. Yeah, let's journey together.
0: Absolutely. And that's your resolution for today, everybody, is to make sure that you reach out and check out Equipped um, and that if you don't sign up for yourself, you sign up for someone else. Um, and uh, you do, do your good deed, your random act of kindness, um, and you sign somebody up for a quip today. And I personally say that you should do it for yourself and also for another person, too. But I hope that this has inspired and encouraged all of you out there, and especially so that you're able to continue to keep doing whatever it takes so that we can tell the master of death not today. Have a blessed day, everyone. Mm-hmm. So, what might be some resolutions that you could take from the conversation that Chris and I had today? Well, first is to make sure that you have a habit of doing some sort of reading for your own improvement spiritually, as well as your human skills, and then also in whatever area of leadership that you feel that you might be lacking. The second, go and sign up for Equipped. Go and sign up, and for less than, you know, $10 a month, you're able to get book summaries sent to you so that you're able to be intentional. And that might be your way that you can spend that 20 minutes. So over the course of a month, you spend an hour in order and you get the the summaries of three books. So those are a couple of resolutions that you could take from our conversation. And I hope that you will utilize this beautiful idea in order for you to continue to grow into the person God created you to be. So, are you looking for another chance to become unhackable a lot of people reached out to me and asked if i could offer my unhackable information again so i'm going to do a very special unhackable training on sunday august 15th at 8:30 p.m eastern time during that you're going to learn how to determine your personal passion recipe some simple ways to prioritize your time so you get your most important tasks always done how to balance your home life and your work life and also how you might be able to recapture those feelings of excitement, joy, and freedom that you once felt before you got buried in all those to-dos. So with the start of a new academic year upon us, taking the time to do this one-hour training is going to pay off dividends like you can't imagine. So make sure to go to the SayYesToHoliness.com website and sign up today. Thanks again for spending time with me today. If you have any suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please leave me a voicemail using the link in the podcast show notes, or message me through the Say Yes to Holiness Facebook page at Say Yes to Holiness, through my website at www.sayyestoholiness.com, or send an email directly to me at christinasimmons at gmail.com. I look forward to the opportunity to continue the conversation we have begun here. In the interim, please know my continued prayers for you and your loved ones, especially that each of us may continue to strive to do whatever it takes in order to grow in holiness as we continue to tell the master of death, not today. I look forward to having a conversation again with you soon.